Good afternoon, and welcome back to the conclusion of Women Directors. Sometimes when you bring out these lists of people you are discussing, sometimes you save the best for last. In my feeble opinion, this may be one of those instances. This lady is an American film director, producer, screenwriter, film marketer, and film distributor. At the 2012 Sundance Film Festival, this lady won the U.S. Directing Award, dramatic for her second feature film, Middle of Nowhere, becoming the first African-American woman to win the award. For her work in Selma, this lady was the first black female director to be nominated for a Golden Globe Award. With Selma, she was also the first black female director to have her film nominated for the Academy Award for Best Picture. Unbelievable. In 2017, she was nominated for the Academy Award for Best Documentary Feature for her film, 13th. This lady was born in Long Beach, California. She was raised by her mother, Darlene, an educator, and her stepfather, Murray May. The surname of her biological father, Joseph Marcel, originates with Louisiana Creole ancestry. She grew up in Linwood, California, near Compton, and graduated in 1990 from St. Joseph's High School in Lakewood and at the University of California at Los Angeles, or UCLA, where she was a double BA major in English Literature and African American Studies. According to her ancestry DNA, she is 57.3% African American and 42.7% French Euro via Find Your Roots. During her summer vacations, she would travel to her childhood home to the childhood home of her stepfather, which was not far from Selma, Alabama. This lady said that these summers influenced the making of Selma, as her father saw the Selma to Montgomery marches as a small child. Her first interest was in journalism. A choice influenced by an internship with C- CBS News, where she was assigned to help cover the O.J. Simpson murder trial. She became disillusioned with journalism, however, and decided to move into public re- relations, working as a junior publicist at Fox Savoy Pictures and a few other PR agency- agencies before opening her own public relations firm. Her agency, also known as DVA PR, in 1999, through which she provided marketing and PR services to the entertainment and lifestyle industry, working on campaigns for movies and television. The shows such as Lumumba, Spy Kids, Shrek 2, The Terminal, Collateral, and Dreamgirls. Other ventures launched by this lady included Urban Beauty Collective, a promotional network with more than 10,000 African-American beauty salons and barbershops in initially 16 United States cities, which were mailed a free monthly Access Hollywood-style promotion program called UBC TV. In 2003, the African-American blog Hub Urban Thought Collective in 2008, Urban Eye, a two-minute long weekday celebrity and entertainment news show distributed to radio stations, as well as Hello Beautiful, a digital platform for millennial women of color. In 2005, over the Christmas holiday, this lady decided to take $6,000 of her own money and make her first film, a short called Saturday Night Life, based on her mother's experiences 
the 12-minute film about an uplifting trip by a struggling single mother, played by Melissa D'Souza, awesome actress by the way, and her three kids to a local Los Angeles discount grocery store, toured the, festi the festival circuit and was broadcast on February 6, 2007 as part of Showtime's Black Filmmaker Showcase. This lady then moved on to documentaries because she said they can be done on a smaller budget than fiction films and she could learn the trade while doing so. In 2007, she directed the short Compton in C minor for which she challenged herself to capture Compton in only two hours and present whatever she found. The following year, she made her feature directorial debut with the alternative hip-hop documentary, This Is The Life, a history of LA's Good Life Cafe's arts movement in which she participated as part of the duo Figures of Speech. In 2011, her first narrative film, I Will Follow, a drama starring Sally Richardson Whitfield, was released theatrically, and her aunt Denise Sexton, Sexton was the inspiration for the film. The film cost this lady $50,000 and was made in 14 days. Personal favorite of mine, Roger Ebert, may he rest in peace, called it one of the best films I've seen about coming to terms with the death of a loved one. I Will Follow was an official selection of AFI Festival, or the American Film Institute's and Pan-African Film Festival, Urban World, and Chicago International Film Festival. In the summer of 2011, she began production on her second narrative film feature, Middle of Nowhere, off of a script she had written in 2003, but couldn't get financed. The film world premiered on January 20th at the 2012 Sundance Film Festival, where it played in U.S. Dramatic Competition and garnered the U.S. Directing Award. The first African-American woman to ever win the prize. She also won the 2012 Independent Spirit John Cassavetes Award for her work on this film. In 2015, this lady was in consideration to direct and possibly co-write Marvel Studios' Black Panther. She ultimately decided not to join the project, which would ultimately be directed by Ryan Coogler and released in February of 2018. This lady directed Selma, a $20 million budget film and produced by Plan B Entertainment about Martin Luther King Jr., Lyndon Baines Johnson, and the 1965 Selma to Montgomery March. The movie was released on December 25th, 2014 to critical acclaim. For the film, she did uncredited rewrites of most of the original screenwriter's Paul Webb script with an increased emphasis on King and the people of Selma as central figures. In response to the criticisms of historians and media sources that accused her of irresponsibly rewriting history to portray her own agenda, this lady pointed out that the film is not a documentary. I am not a historian. I'm a storyteller. The film was nominated for Best Picture and Best Original Song, but not Best Director. A slight, in my opinion, at the Academy Awards, from the Academy Awards. The lack of diversity of the Oscar nominations for 2014 was the subject of much press, especially on Twitter. And the film of the only person of color that was nominated for the 87th Academy Awards. The award for Best Original Song went to Glory from Selma. This lady stated 
that she had not expected to be nominated. So the omission didn't really bother her. Rather, she was hurt by actor David Oyelowo not being nominated. As to the question of racial diversity of awards, she stated that the obstacles to people of color being represented in the Academy Awards were systemic. So true. This lady was commissioned by the Smithsonian's National Museum of African American History and Culture to create a film which debuted at the museum's opening on September 24, 2016. A Day in the Life of a People tells of six significant events in African American history that happened on the same date, August 28th. The 22-minute film stars Lupita Nyong'o, Black Panther, Don Cheadle, Regina King, David Oyelowo, Angela Bassett, Black Panther, Michael Ely, Gugu Mbatha-Ra, Andre Holland, and Glenn Turman. Events depicted included William IV's royal ascent to the UK's Slavery Abolition Act in 1833, the 1955 lynching of 14-year-old Emmett Till in Mississippi, the release of Motown's first number one song, Please Mr. Postman, by the Marvelettes, Martin Luther King Jr.'s 1963 I Have a Dream speech, the landfall of Hurricane Katrina in 2005, and the night then Senator Barack Obama accepted the Democratic nomination for president at the 2008 Democratic National Convention. 13th made the surprise announcement a documentary directed by this lady would open the festival until the announcement no mention of that film had been made by either the lady or Netflix the film's distributor centered on race in the United States criminal justice system the film 13th is titled after the 13th amendment to the United States Constitution which outlawed slavery unless as punishment for a crime this lady's documentary opens with the idea that 25% of people in the world who are incarcerated are incarcerated in the divided states of America and argues that slavery is being effectively perpetuated in the U.S. through mass incarceration. The film features several prominent activists, politicians, and public fi- figures such as Angela Davis, Brian Stevenson, Van Jones, Newt Gingrich, really, Cory Booker, Henry Louis Gates Jr., favorite of mine, and others. It was released on October 7, 2016 on Netflix. 13th has garnered acclaim from film critics and is currently at a 97% rating on Rotten Tomatoes based on 69 reviews with the critical consensus that states 13th strikes at the heart of America's tangled racial history, offering observations as incendiary as they are calmly controlled. In 2017, the film was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Documentary Feature at the 89th Oscars, making this lady the first black woman to be nominated as a director by the Academy in a feature category. A Wrinkle in Time In 2010, it was announced that Disney retained film rights to adapt the novel A Wrinkle in Time. Following the success of Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland, Disney announced the hire of Jeff Stockwell to write the screenplay for Carve, Carrie, Granat, and his new Bedrock Studios. Carrie Granat had previously worked with Disney on the Chronicles of Narnia and Bridge to Terabithia films. On August 5, 2014, 
Jennifer Lee was announced as the screenwriter taking over from Stockwell, who wrote the first draft. On February 8, 2016, it was reported that the lady in question was offered to direct the film, and she was confirmed to direct later that same month. A Wrinkle in Time began filming in 2016 of no- November, making this lady the first woman of color to, to direct a live-action film with a budget of over, wait for it, $100 million, and also the second overall woman director to do so after Patty Jenkins, who directed Wonder Woman. In 2010, the lady directed three TV documentaries, the two-hour concert film TV One Night Only, live from the Essence Music Festival, a mix of live performances and behind-the-scenes vignettes, which aired August 28th on TV One showcases the U.S.'s largest annual African-American entertainment gathering, the Essence Music Festival, which in 2010 took place July 2nd in New Orleans. Two days later, BET premiered the first original music documentary, My Mike Sounds Nice, A Truth About Women and Hip-Hop, a 41-minute-long history of female hip-hop artists. On Thanksgiving 2010, TV One showed the 44-minute documentary special Essence Presents Faith Through the Storm, about two black sisters who reclaimed their lives after personal devastation during Hurricane Katrina. It was done for a client, for Essence. They wanted to talk about how faith helped them through. That was very important to them. So it is interspersed with gospel music, images of Katrina, their home and family. ESPN commissioned this lady in question to produce and direct Venus V's or Venus Fives, a documentary on Venus Williams' fight for equal prize money for their film series, Nine for Nine, which aired on July 2nd, 2013. This lady directed the John Legend episode of the performance and interview series, Hello Beautiful Interludes, live, which was shown on September 14th, 2013, on TV One as the series broadcast premiere. She also directed the eighth episode of the third season of the political thriller, television series Scandal, the episode titled Vermont is for Lovers 2. It premiered on November 22, 2013 on ABC. In 2015, this lady executive produced and directed the CBS civil rights drama, crime drama pilot for Justice, starting, starring Anika Noni Rose. It was not picked up for distribution. That same year, the lady announced she would be creating and executive producing the drama series Queen Sugar, based on Natalie Bazil's novel. The series premiered September 6, 2016 on Oprah Winfrey's network to critical acclaim and positive reviews. The lady directed two episodes, the first two, and she wrote four. This prolific woman, when all is said and done, could be the most important African-American man or woman, film producer, writer, and most definitely director that creates, writes, produces, and directs films in our lifetime. If you don't know by now, the women in question, the writer in question, the producer in question, the director extraordinaire is Ms. Ava Marie DuVernay. Quite a lady. Ebony Contrarian, out.